Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. You need to be. You need to have a, a hierarchy of improvement. You need to be aiming for something, and that means you're going to be lesser than people who've always already attained along that dimension. It can give rise to envy. So the question is, who should you defeat in the final analysis? And the answer is, you should defeat your former self. You should be constantly trying to do that. And you're the right control for yourself too, because you're the one who's had all your advantages and disadvantages. And so if you want to compete fairly with someone, then you should be competing with you. If you're improving yourself, then what you are doing is competing with your lesser self. And then you might also ask, well, what is that lesser self? And that lesser self would be resentful and bitter and aggressive and vengeance-seeking and all of those things that go along with having a negative moral character. And those are things that interfere with your ability to progress as you move forward through life. So it's very necessary to understand that this is why you know, I've been stressing this idea of personal responsibility. It's like, well, personal responsibility is to compete with yourself, is to be slightly better than yourself the next day. Yes. And it better in some way that you can actually manage. And that's humility. It's right. Like, well, I'm a flawed person. And I've got all my problems. Could I be as good as person X? It's like not the right question. The right question is, could you be slightly better tomorrow than your currently flawed self? And the answer to that is, if you have enough humility to set the bar properly low, then you could be better tomorrow than you are today. Because what you also have to do is you have to say, well, here's all my flaws and my insufficiencies and the best that someone that flawed and insufficient could do to improve and actually do it is this. And that's not worth going out in the street and celebrating with placards, you know. It's like, well, this is why I tell people to clean the room. It's not going to brag to someone that you did that. But someone as insufficient as you might be able to manage it. And that means you actually are on the pathway to self-improvement and you're transcending your former self. Resilience, it's right. Like, look, yeah. you're not going to win. You're not going to, you're not going to score on every shot. Right. Doesn't mean you shouldn't take the shots. Doesn't mean you shouldn't try to, to hit the goal. But part of, part of being able to continue to take shots is to have the strength of character to tolerate the fact that that 
in that instance, you weren't on top. What's the right way of being in the world, if there is such a thing? And it's not acting according to a set of rules. It's attempting continually to transcend the flawed thing that you currently are. And what's so interesting about that is that the, mean, meaning in, the meaning in life is to be found in that pursuit. So I've been laying that out in these discussions too, because I say, well, the, the fundamental issue is that life is tragic and difficult, very tragic and difficult for everyone. And it's also tainted by malevolence, because no matter how... <laughs> Things are tragic and difficult, but there's always some stupid thing that you could do or someone else could do that could make it even worse than it has to be. And so that's life. And you need an antidote to that because that can embitter you. Constant contact with that. Just the tragedy, but the tragedy combined with betrayal and malevolence, <clears throat> that makes it even worse, especially if it's self-induced. Okay, so you need something to set against that so you don't get bitter and resentful. Well, what do you set against that? Doing something worthwhile by your own definition say you need some reason to get the hell out of bed on a terrible day because you've got something good to do well what's the best thing you can do transcend your current wretched and miserable self there's meaning to be found in that and real and that's that's a meaning that's associated with responsibility one of the things that i've been trying to lay out clearly is that life is hard it's tainted by malevolence and betrayal that can make you bitter you need a meaning to offset that where's the meaning to be found not in rights, not in impulsive pleasure, but in responsibility. You take responsibility for yourself, so you take care of yourself. If you're good at it, you can you have some excess left over to take care of your damn family. If you're good at both of those, then you have some excess left over to take care of your community. Those are heavy burdens. You pick up the burdens, you find that's meaningful. The best way to pick up the burden is to continually improve yourself, and that's where the meaning is to be found. And so that meaning is in the continual self-transcendence. That's letting your old self die and the new self be reborn. Even if things are going really well for you now, there's going to be a time in the future where things are rough. You know, you're going to be ill, family member's going to be ill, a dream is going to fall apart, you're going to be, you're going to be uh, uh, uncertain about your employment status. Like, the, the flood is coming, right? The apocalypse is coming. It's always the case in life. And you have to be prepared for it. And the question is how to prepare for it. And the answer to that is to find a way of being that works even under the direst of circumstances. That's the issue. You've got the possibility to slowly raise yourself out of the mire. You've got the, the possibility to do just what the fighter does when he's defeated, which is to say, well, regardless of the circumstances that might have led to my defeat, like even if there were errors on the part of the referee, this is no time to whine about it. This is a time to take stock of what I did wrong so that I could improve it into the future. And that's the right attitude. The point is your best strategic position is... How am I insufficient and how can I rectify that? That's what you've got. And the thing is, you are insufficient and you could rectify it. Both of those are within your grasp. If you aim low enough, it's like, well, I don't know how to start improving my life. Someone might say that. And I would say, well, you're not aiming low enough. There's something you could do that you are regarding as trivial that, that, that you could do, that you would do, that would result in an actual improvement. But it's not a big enough improvement for you, so you won't lower yourself enough to take the opportunity. Aim low. And I, I don't mean don't aim, and I don't mean don't aim up. But you have to accept the fact that you can set yourself a goal that you can attain, and there's not going to be much glory in it to begin with. Because if you're not in very good shape, the goal that you could attain, could attain tomorrow isn't very glorious. But it, it's a hell of a lot better than nothing, and it beats the hell out of bitterness, and it's way better than blaming someone else. 
It's way less dangerous. And you could do it. There's a statement in the New Testament. It's called the Matthew Principle, and economists use it to describe how the economy and the world works. To those who have everything, more will be given. From those who have nothing, everything will be taken. It's like what's very pessimistic in some sense, because it means that as you start to fail, you fail more and more rapidly. But it also means that as you start to succeed, you succeed more and more rapidly. And so you take an incremental step, and, well, now you can lift 55 pounds instead of 52.5 pounds. You think, well, what the hell is that? It's like... It's one step on a very long journey. And so it's, it, and it starts to compound on you. So a small step today means, puts you in a position to take a slightly bigger step the next day. And then that puts you in a position to take a slightly bigger step the next day. You do that for two or three years, man, you're starting to stride. You know, and I have so many people coming up to me now. They say, look, I've been, I've been listening to your lectures and I've been developing a vision for my life. And I've been trying to take responsibility and I've been trying to tell the truth and things are way better. And so that's absolutely perfect. It's, it's, it's the right way forward as far as I'm concerned. And those are people who, they took stock of themselves. They said, I'm in a dark place and I'm a dark person. And here's some things that this dark person in this dark place could do. Little things that they could actually do. I'll clean up my damn room. I'll make my bed. I've had, I don't know how many people have come and told me. It's so strange. They said, well, I started making my bed and that made all the difference. It's like, well, yeah, you decided to aim up, man. And the first concrete instantiation of that was that you made your bed. And you think, well, that's nothing heroic. It's like, no, but aiming up is heroic. That's something. And then lowering yourself to the point where you're not above the mess in your room. You know, you're not superordinate to that. You lower yourself so that you straighten up. You, you're grateful for what you have right in front of you, and you take care of it, and you put it in order. It's like all of a sudden things start to get better. And it's so wonderful to be doing this tour because... I see so that's what this tour has been about for me it's not political I never talk to people after the talks for example I talk to about 150 people a night we never talk about anything political it's always this I wasn't doing very well I'm putting my life together I'm getting along better with my father I'm getting along better with my wife I'm getting along better with my kids I've got some meaning in my life thanks a lot it's way better it's like, yes that's that's the right thing the self-esteem movements and all of that will accept yourself the way you are. It's like, mm, no, because you need a trajectory. And one of the things that, that I think, one of the reasons that audiences are responding to what I've been saying in my lectures and what I've been writing about is that I don't tell people that they're okay the way they are. No, I say, no, no, you could be way more than you are. And they're relieved about that, you see, because if you're in a dark and terrible place and someone says you're okay the way you are, then you don't know what to do about that. It's right. like, no, I'm not. I'm right. having it. I'm having a terrible time, and I'm hopeless. You're okay the way you are. Well, then what? What? That's it? That's it? That's where I am? And what do you want to tell a young person? You're 17. You're okay the way you are. It's like, no, you're not. you got 60 years to be better, and you could be way better. You could be incomparably better across multiple dimensions. And in pursuing that better, that's where you'll find the meaning in your life. And that will give you the antidote to the suffering. You have to import, impose order. People have asked me in my book why I wrote it as an antidote to chaos, you know, because, well, there isn't anything technically wrong with chaos. Chaos is a place of great potential. Well, the question is, what's the proper, what's the proper balance between chaos and order, chaos, potential, and order? Um, well, the answer is, look, when you're a kid, you're all potential. It's chaotic potential. It can manifest itself in any number of ways. And you, you, maybe you don't want to give that up. So you're like Peter Pan. You want to be a kid forever because you don't want to give up the potential. And you look out in the world and all you see are Captain Hooks, you know, 
who've lost a hand, who are chased by death, because that's the clock in the crocodile. He's already got a t- taste of him. He's terrified by death, and he's a tyrant. Well, I don't want to grow up to be that, so I won't be disciplined at all. Well, that's no good, because the way the potential transforms itself into actuality is through discipline. And so then, you, as you said, this is the trick, though. You have to pick a path of discipline. Whether what path of discipline you have to pick is a different issue. You have to discipline yourself. And the issue is, well, how? That's not really the relevant question. You can pick a disciplinary path. That's why I often tell my clients, especially young people, they say, well, I don't know what to do. It's like, that's okay. Nobody does. Go do something. Do the best thing that you can think of. Put the best plan you have into practice. It's not going to be perfect, and it will change along the way. But it will change partly because you become disciplined pursuing the path. And as you become disciplined, you become wiser. And as you become wiser, you become able to formulate better and better plans. So you can start vaguely and confused and develop a plan that's not so great. And you start to implement it. And then you, you, you accrue incremental wisdom as you implement your flawed plan. And that enables you to fix the plan. Imagine you only, got 100, you only have $100,000 to go buy a house. And so you go by, you go look at this house and it's like, Jesus, this house, man, it's like it needs a lot of work. It's like, well, that's all you've got. Well, are you going to pretend that the house is okay the way it is? Or are you going to look for where it's rotten and where the plumbing doesn't work and where the stove doesn't work? You have to go and look and see where everything needs to be fixed. And that's like, that is harsh, man. But, and then in order to do that properly, someone has to have taught you, it's look, you aren't your problems. Well, you are. You're most fundamentally that which if it confronts its problems can solve them and that's the hero myth in a, in, a, in a nutshell by the way the hero is the person who confronts horrible chaotic potential and tames it and makes something of it right that's the that's the fundamental human story but the problem is is that you have to face what you don't want to face in order to fix it yeah and, and so you look at all the things about yourself that need to be burned off that need to be dispensed with and that man especially at the beginning, especially if you're screwed up, that may be like 95% of you just has to go up in flames. And it's painful. Even some of that stuff that you have to burn off doesn't want to die. And it'll scream in agony while you're burning it off. It's not pleasant. But if you know that you're the thing that can transcend your problems, most fundamentally, if you know you're the thing that, if it faces the problems, can transcend them, then you have the faith that would enable you to take stock of who you are. We had people write about their ideal future and also to put in measurement strategies. It's like, okay, here's your ideal future. Here's how you're going to break it into goals. Here's how you're going to mark progress towards those goals because you've got to be playing a fair game with yourself, right? Because when you make progress, you want to reward yourself. So you have to identify what the progress is and you have to reward it. The consequence, we had people write a a future plan for only an hour when they came for their school orientation in the summer before going to, it's it's a community college. And they, it dropped the dropout rate among young men by 50%. And it's, yeah, no kidding, wow. 50%. Yeah. And what that meant was, to me, what that meant was, just think about that. What that means is that these kids had been educated for 12 years and no one had ever sat them down and said, okay, what the hell are you doing and why? And how are you going to get, like, where do you want to go? Why do you want to get there? How are you going to get there? How are you going to mark your progress? They've never walked them through that exercise. You walk people through that exercise just to get them to do that increases the probability that they'll stay on track by 50%. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.